0: There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnirb now for Hilchos Shabbos only on 101.9 High FM. 101.9 101.9 Chai FM, Friday afternoon here in Johannesburg, South Africa, and a warm welcome to all of our radio family. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us as we get ready for another amazing Shabbos Kurdish Parshas Kisisa, also Parshas Pora, the third of the four special landings that we lane between. The beginning of Adar and the build-up towards Chagah I hope your Purim was amazing and wonderful and uplifting and that it filled you not only with joy and happiness and a full sense of fulfillment on the day, but left you inspired, left you uplifted, left you motivated to continue to grow, to want to become even closer to our kedusha, <clears throat> over the next coming days and weeks, than one did, because that really is—it's not just a one-day Joel. That's not what Jewish life is—is is about every event is a step, every event is a is a link in a chain that takes the person where he needs to get to in in life. And uh, therefore, please God, I hope it was pleasing. I hope it was satisfying. I hope it was something that will move you forward. So as we stand on Erev Shabbos, another amazing Shabbos, we find ourselves in a amazing situation in the world. But let's talk a little bit about perhaps the, the Shabbos, because it again, it features in this week's Pasha, even though it was already mentioned once in the Asteris Hadibris, which we just had a few weeks ago. Nevertheless, it's presented again here in this pasha and interestingly it finds itself placed just before the sin of the golden calf, the chet of the of the egel. And the fact that the that Shabbos precedes the Egel eludes to us that obviously it's repetition again in this Pasha has some kind of a connection to the Egel. And of course the question is what is the nature of of, of this connection? So there's a machilta on, on, on this posuk where the Torah introduces Shabbos. It says, You must speak to the Jewish nation yourself and, and tell them about this mitzvah of Shabbos. And, and the machilta comments, it has to be you. Not to an angel, not to any kind of of, uh, of of agent. And there are various opinions in the Mephoshim as to who is actually being addressed. Who, who are we telling not to transmit the mitzvah of Shabbos through any kind of uh, a middleman? So there, on the Zayis on, Rana on the Medrash explains that Shabbos is different in that it was given over Privately, just between Hu and Mois. And the reason for this privacy is because Hashem didn't want even the Sare Umus Oyum, the agents, the, the angels of the other seventy nations of the world to know about this special gift, this special present that Akkadush Baruch uh, 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 gave us. The the uh, the Malbim and of and, and Chaim Vital both have a different interpretation They say that HaKadosh Baruch Was actually addressing Moshe That he has to transmit The mitzvah of Shabbos Directly to Amin Yisrael Right? The, the whole Masayra Of Shabbos Different from The normal process That the Gemara in Erevin Describes Of how Torah was taught When Moshe told it To Aaron And then told it again To Aaron's sons And then a third time To the, the Zikhanim, and then, uh, and then a fourth time to the people, and then each person heard it at least four times. That was the way Sha, a, a Torah normally was transmitted during the, during the, uh, time at, certainly at, at, uh, at both Hasina and in the Ayyumbaid. But Shabbos was, was different. Um and, and, uh, there are different reasons. I mean, we, there's a reason that's why, why, why was the Dafka through Moshe? So one reason is that, uh, Shabbos originally appeared as part of the Jewish, uh, behavior code even before it was actually given over as, as a mitzvah. The Medrash says that in Mitzrayim already, Moshe benu approached Paro and, and, and said that even in terms of, of having the Jews as, as slaves, Uh, they weren't being as effective in the fact that they had to work seven days a week. He said, no one can work seven days a week and be totally effective and not need some time off. Uh, And and Paro acquiesced and said, fine, take one day a week off. And, of course, Moshe chose Shabbos. And the major further says that they had certain scrolls they had brought with them, from from Eretz Israel and and they gather together on Shabbos and they study Torah. So Hashem is telling Moshe Rabbeinu that uh, since you are the one who actually instituted the, the the observance of Shabbos on some level amongst the Jewish nation, even before it was a mitzvah, now when it comes time to actually transmit it as a mitzvah, you should be the one that actually gives it over. That actually uh, 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 informs the Jews. Uh, 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 about it. Other reasons i given, there's a beautiful reason that, that, uh, the, the, what Moshe Ben was being told after we said we already told about, about Shabbos, that Moshe Ben was introducing to them certain aspects of even rabbinic law. Why, why here? How do we know? We know that. So, I talk about the fact that the way the Rabban Shlum created the world, of course, was with speech. With ten statements <laughs> Hashem said let there be light And there was light So Hashem created by speaking Therefore When it says that on Shabbos Hashem rested from the work That he was doing What does that mean That he didn't He didn't speak and therefore, we're being told here that somehow our Shmiras Shabbos has to mirror the Shmiras Shabbos of our Kaddosh Baruch and that even our speech has to be different, has to be limited, has to be directed in a different way than that it is during the week. We have the laws of Am what you are and aren't allowed to instruct a non-Jew about doing on Shabbos. We have Daber Dover, we have the, the way we speak, we're not supposed to speak about certain things, we're not supposed to speak about our, our, our businesses and, and, and money and, and plans for the, for the, for the coming, for the coming week. So, the, the, the introduction here is of a Shabbos that's not just the Shabbos of Zohar or Shom of the Lamedes Molochus. It's a, it's a it's a Shabbos that also uh, uh, instructs us on how we should actually use our mouths. And that's learnt from the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu Guard the Shabbos the way I kept the Shabbos in not doing Molochah. Now only Moshe Rabbeinu who basically served as 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 a mouthpiece, as as a loudspeaker, where the the voice of Hakadosh Baruch Hu emanated through him. So if he would say the words "ach es Sai we would know we're talking about the Shabbos of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and we'd get the message. If anyone else, a malach or 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 a or a angel or an agent. Said those words, Shabbos I would then be speaking about a human Shabbos and then we'd again be talking about the Lamentes Melachas that had already been commanded in, in, in the Aseris So that's the second approach why it was specifically Moshe. We want to try to perhaps in a few minutes to introduce a, a, another Indian in why this had to come specifically through Maisha and not, and not in any other, any other other way. Why in fact is Shabbos so 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 special, right? Uh, I mean, we have a saying that uh, more than the Jewish people have preserved the Shabbos, we say the Shabbos has preserved the Jewish the Jewish people. I, th- I believe that's a statement that's not said about any other mitzvah in the, in the entire Torah. And 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 perhaps the answer is that on the Shabbos we have a special relationship of intimacy with Hakadosh Baruch Hu that we don't. Experience any other time during the six days of the week, that special bond is like a direct connection with our Kaddish Baruch Hu, without any intermediary. In intermediary, as we would have during during the uh, during the week. And In fact, the Medrash the Medrash uh, mentions that. I mean, in fact, the Gemara. On uh, Shabbos, Daf Chovei. We'll get to it in, in Daf Yomi. in about two and a half weeks. So it talks about Rabbi bariloy, how he used to prepare for for Shabbos. It says they brought before him a a basin of water in which he washed his face, and he put on a a talis and his face appeared like that of of a malach lekimtuvakus. And and the Gemara is telling us much more than just. To praise the, the, the Madrega of Rabbi Yud Eloi. In fact, the, the Svasemis, the Svasemis says that during the week, man's involvement with work, melacha in Hebrew, is through a malach. Malach and malacha share the same, share the same letters. However, on Shabbos, which is me'en elam haba, there's no melacha. Olam Haba is the, pl- the the place of where where we receive the reward from our Baruch Hu directly in, in the most intimate kind of way and relationship you could possibly you could possibly have. Shabbos is the day when the Hanhaga of our when the way relates to us is with himself and not through an intermediary, not through a, a malach. On Shabbos, we don't need a malach as a shaliach because we ourselves can attain the level of, of a malach and not only that, a malach is only, is only the springboard, we can get even higher than a malach. And And this is perhaps why the reason, Friday night we come home and... We know that what say is we have two malochim that accompany us and we sit down and we sing and we say, Shalom Aleichem, welcome, welcome malochim, Bayachem chemna It's so nice that you've come, give me a bracha. And then, say <laughs> get out of here. What? You haven't even given us any of the fish or the, or the chicken or that wonderful dessert you have? You're throwing us out even before, before the meal. What kind of deracherets is, is that? And perhaps the pshat is that as we stand ready to make to say Kiddush, ready to sanctify the Shabbos, so it's at this time that our kind of Shabbos of Me'ain Oylem Haba actually kicks in. We reach that level of of spirituality and we intensify ourselves, and we already become at that point like Malachim, and perhaps even 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 higher. So at this point even the malachim who accompany us from shul they actually feel almost uncomfortable in, in our presence I mean we have we, grown we, we sometimes it might even even surpass them so therefore we give them permission to actually leave we tell them the shalom and because in a way as Shabbos comes, we don't need you, Maloch, and We're able ourselves to do what needs what needs to be to be done. And what we need to do right now is to go to the shops for a moment. We'll come back and wrap us all up together, and then we'll carry on with the beginning of our discussion of Eruv Tavshil. And please don't run away. This is one one point nine High FM, soul to soul on a Friday afternoon on the greatest Jewish radio station anywhere in Africa. There are 39 hot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Moshe Schnirb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 Chai FM. Well, 101.9 Chai FM, back on the radio here in Johannesburg. Thank you so much for joining us, as we do at this point and juncture of the broadcast. We always let you know the important times you need to know. As Shabbos approaches and the good news is that we have less time to wait for Shabbos than we did last week and for the last four months. The latest time for lighting Shabbos candles today is at eight minutes past six, six oh eight. You've got to get them up by then. Shkia is at 26 minutes past six. And Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at six fifty six, four minutes to seven o'clock. As I said, it is also the special Torah reading of Parsha's Torah. There are some people who hold that's actually also a Torah obligation. And anyway, it's just a great reason to want to be in Shul and want to be part of what's, what's going, what's going on, especially during this difficult time in kind of what the world is going on. Good to come to Shul, maybe hear some insight from the Rav about the situation, about Torah, about life. It, uh, it, uh, itself, and that's certainly something that is, uh, is worthwhile for us to, to, uh, to do. So we're talking about this concept of Shabbos of being a direct relationship with our Kodesh Baruch. And why is it there then written in the Torah just before the Pasha of the Ego? So many of the Roshonim talk about that the, the of the Ego was not the actual, the Avodah uh, Zarah itself, since they really didn't believe in this golden calf as a as a deity, the the avera was that after Meishabenu didn't return to them, or they thought he was no longer going to return to them, so they experienced a kind of a loss of direction, and that they needed some kind of an intermediary to come before Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They lacked. The sense of their own worth, of their own self-worth, and the realization of what is the true essence of a Yid and the deep relationship that exists for every Yid with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that can be experienced every single Shabbos. So that's the reason why Akadush Baruch placed the mitzvah of Shabbos in the Torah just before the writing of the, of the Cheta Egel in order to teach us that Shabbos is the sort of the refuah before the Makkah is a way to, to, to save ourselves and, 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 uh, and, uh, and, uh protect ourselves from, from this kind of from this kind of a uh, 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 weakness, and maybe that's what the Machilta means when it says, "Tell them to shab." Tell, uh, uh, "Ata so, You say to b'nei so, and the Machilta says, la yidei malach, wa la yidei It was that's what you must tell them. Tell them that Shabbos is the time where there is no intermediary, there is no malach, there is no shliach. It's it, it's a time where we are directly involved with. With uh, with uh, with that kaddish broch, and, and obviously, you know, everyone knows we're going through a incredibly stressful time in the world. Uh, 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 everything that's important to people, the bastions of of of, of culture and 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 every, everything's gone. I mean. People are, are losing jobs. People are, are, you know, you can't go to all the things that we hold so dear. The cultural events, the Broadway is closed. The theater is closed. There are no sports, sports events. And obviously, this is clearly, Hashem is sending some kind of a a, a maka, some kind of a loud message to the world. But as the Gemara says, he's doing it to the world. But of course, the ones who are supposed to be getting the main wake up call, the ones who are supposed to try to understand or try to strengthen themselves is of course us. And no one's talking about why it's happening or what the reason that's you. As I say, you have to be a qualified Navi to do that. But certainly we have to find ways to strengthen Ourselves and, and and our relationship with our God, and 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 Shabbos is is a an amazing way and an amazing protection for us because Shabbos protected Adumorishan from from death after the Chait of, of of the Yetzadas, as as the Major says. After all, Shabbos is our kind of the one it says it's our our soulmate and it's our partner, which is also mentioned in in the Medrash itself. Right? And Shabbos affects the entire week. And if we can be mechazik in that and, and, and try to strengthen ourselves, our observance of Shabbos, our, our love of Shabbos, taking advantage of that intimate relationship we have with our Kodesh Baruch Hu, that's certainly something that can help us. And obviously with all, all the other precautions that we're taking also, and, and the ways we're trying to physically protect ourselves, but at the same time to bring ourselves closer to Hakkad Shkorah, which is the ultimate message, certainly, that the Rabban Shalom is, is, uh, is, is speaking to us. As we're approaching Yontif, we've been doing some of the laws of Yontif. So this year, uh, Pesach, uh, I guess I can mention the word now. Now that Purim is uh, is over, so Pesach this year the first days will be Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, and then we go straight into Shabbos, which means that we're going to have to make erev tafshilin before the first days. Of, uh, of of Pesach, so it's certainly worthwhile. Perhaps to spend a week or two to go through, basically just the some of the laws of of uh, of erev erev Tavshin. So basically, any time where Yontav falls out on on a Friday, could be as we have this year, where it's Thursday and Friday, or as we'll have uh, when when Shavuos comes, where it's just Friday and uh, and and Shabbos. So it's it's a mitzvah to 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 prepare on erev Yontev what we call an erev tavshilin, and through that we are then allowed to cook and to bake from that day of Yontev. No, it's from the Friday, the day that is immediately prior uh, to Shabbos for the upcoming Shabbos, and this so called erev tavshilin is a cooked food that we. Prepare already before Tov begins, right? We, we, we make some food already on Erev Yom Tov for the purpose of Shabbos, and we call it an Erev, which means we're mixing together because that, by by doing that, by, by making this Erev, so we, we consider then whatever that we've cooked, for Shabbos and what well, we're cooking for Yom Tov, it's all mixed together. It's all one, one entity. And therefore, uh, uh in the same way as it's, uh, we're allowed to cook and bake on Yom Tov for Yom Tov itself. So now by starting the process and having cooked something already for Shabbos from before Shabbos, so too it now becomes mutter to, uh, cook and to bake on the Yom Tov day, the Friday, uh, of four, four, four Shabbos. However, the truth is that as far as the Torah is concerned, even without making an Eretav Shilin, you'd be allowed to cook from Yom Tov to Shabbos because Shabbos is a higher, uh, a Kedusha. But it's, it's in fact the, the Chachamim who forbade doing this without making and Erev Tafshirin, they said no, if you wouldn't make an Erev Tafshirin, you would not be able to cook from Shabbos Yom Tov. And the reason they did that was because to show deference, honor, and respect for Yom Tov and, and for, for Shabbos. What I mean in terms of the honor of, of Yom Tov, worried that if you would be allowed to cook Generally speaking, from Yom Tov for Shabbos, without, without any, any kind of border, without any kind of, uh, any kind of, uh, lim- limitation. So then, what would happen? We would end up, uh, uh, we would be so lenient, so we'd, uh, end up cooking, you know, a storm, and we'd be cooking on Yom Tov, we'd be cooking for weekday, we'd be cooking all over the place, and, and we would violate Chas Hashem, even, ter- even Torah prohibitions. And therefore, they allowed us to cook on Yanta for Shabbos only when we make this preparation by making the the uh, the of Tashim. We'll come back after a short break. This is one 1.9 FM. Soda to Soda in Johannesburg, South Africa. Please stay with us. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Moshe Schnirb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. One, one point nine Chai FM, we're back for a few more minutes on your radio, talking about the laws of Erev Tavshin. So we said that Chazal forbade cooking on uh, Shabbos, on, on Tov for the ensuing Shabbos, unless one has made a... Erev first of all we said for the cover of Yom Tov that people shouldn't think it's now open season to be able to cook whatever you want on Yom Tov, and they could even then end up cooking, God forbid, for weekday that would come afterwards, but now that we require that you can only cook if you've made Erev Tavshim, so they'll see that even for Shabbos you can't cook unless you make an er Eretav Shilin. So they'll be able to uh, logically infer from that, that certainly, if you can't even cook from Yontif to Shabbos without er Eretav Shilin, certainly I shouldn't be cooking on Yontif for the ensuing weekday that comes uh, afterwards. That's the one opinion, I think the opinion of Rav Ashi. And secondly, to show honor and respect for for Shabbos. In other words, uh, our Chabam were worried that a person will be so... Busy preparing the meals for Yom Tov, so they'll forget that tomorrow is Shabbos, and, and Shabbos will become the orphan, the orphan uh, 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 sister, and they'll finish all the all the food, uh, all the great stuff that they prepared for Yom Tov will all get eaten up on 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 Yom Tov, and are you going to have is some scraps left over? Uh, anyway, who wants to eat after you know one or two days of Yom Tov? Who wants to eat on on uh, on uh, on Shabbos? So, because of the fact that you make erev Tav Shilin before Yom Tov, so you already have to start from before Yom Tov to put aside some yummies for Shabbos. So that should remind us throughout the rest of Yom Tov that I need to leave over some other yummy food to make sure I have enough good food also for for Shabbos. And that's the second opinion of Gemara, the, op- the opinion of of uh, of, of Rava. And therefore, in either case the the erev Tav Shilin, that you make before Yom Tov then kind of uh, sets up a situation that whatever preparation that I'm doing on Yom Tov for the Shabbos is now just a continuation of that which I began to cook before, before, uh, before Yom Tov. And since through the aid of Tafshilin, so now we're showing uh, honor and deference to the Chag and to the, to the Shabbos, so therefore, it is a mitzvah for every single Jew to make an erev tavshilin, and uh, we need at the same time to be very, very careful to make sure that we complete all the cooking of the food before uh, for Shabbos, before Shkia, before Shabbos starts, in order that really, fundamentally, whatever it is that we're preparing. On, on, on could actually be eaten also on Yantav if, let's say, some guests would come late, we would have food for them, and that's why, and I'll mention this again later, it's very, very important that, uh, although some people rely on the fact that, let's say, when it is uh, on a Friday, you put up, just before Shabbat starts, your raw cholent and leave it to, to cook until lunchtime, on, on Shabbos. That option does not exist when Yom Tov is Friday. Your Cholent has to be fully cooked before Shabbos so that if, theoretically, someone would arrive late on Yom Tov afternoon and, and just be hankering for a wonderful plate of steaming Cholent, you'll be able to say, I've got it, which then means that you're actually cooking on Yom Tov. And that's part of the the header for us to be able to uh, to cook on, uh, on, on Yantav for, for Shabbos. What is in fact the Erev, the Erev tavshilin? So again, it's, we said it's a, it's a cooked food that one leaves or one prepares already on Erev Tov for Shabbos, which comes immediately after the, the Tov And so long as that Erev, so long as that which I've begun to prepare, as long as it's still in existence, I can then I'm then allowed on on erev Shabbos to do for for the upcoming Shabbos whatever I could do for Yom Tov. In other words, anything that would be allowed to be cooked, any of the molochas that we've discussed. Which are permitted to be done in terms of food preparation for Yom Tov, now also become permitted in terms of food preparation on Yom Tov for the upcoming, for the upcoming, uh, 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 Shabbos. And, uh, and the, 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 uh, obviously these things need to be, uh, edible, edible foods, things that I can eat together. With bread, I can make my fish and my, and my, and my meat and my eggs and all kinds of salads and, and cooked sets, uh, and cooked uh, salads and, and make this. I, c- I can, basically do whatever I could do on, on, on yantavsah, but something that I couldn't eat, let's say with bread, let's say a porridge or something like that, or, 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 uh, or uh, your, your, your rice or something like that, that one shouldn't do. We'll have more chance to go into this and hopefully carry on our discussion in the coming year. But the time says that it's time for us to run away and get all our Shabbos preparations done as we prepare for beautiful Shabbos coming. And... As we take leave, again, as I always need to do, express my gratitude to all of you for being part of our radio family, for listening in, for giving us the encouragement, and coming over to me and saying, Hey, I actually listen to your radio show. Which, you know, sometimes when you sit here, who knows if anyone is listening. But just take the advantage, make make it a beautiful Shabbos, make it a great opportunity to spend time with friends and, and family, be connected realize the specialty as we discussed of of Shabbos and our unique relationship with Hashem and thank you so much to each and every one of our amazing radio family, we wish an amazing good Shabbos.